Welcome everyone back to you know who your favorite is in the life of a conspiracy theorist. Is this my ex? Yes. Yeah, it is. So we are on the road. It is actually 1.39 in the morning and we are now heading back to the house, to our home. We actually got to get out a little bit today. Uh, very, very interesting things. Okay. We were, we've been in North Carolina and South Carolina and we had, I had to go see a doctor that was at, uh, Durham, which was at Duke University Hospital. And, um, I had a very interesting event when I went there. Okay. When I went there, um, you, you were told as soon as you stepped on the campus, that means as soon as you got out of your car, if you were in the parking deck, you had to have a mask on immediately. Look, he tells us to go that way. All right. But I say we're not, can we get in that lane? I can. Okay. So turn here. Uh-huh. That's what it says. All right. Well, that was easier. So. So we will be talking about some driving. We will be talking about some driving as we're going because <laughs> we. sure we don't get lost. Yeah, we're actually using a GP. I think we're lost. I think the thing just told us the wrong way. Oh, my goodness. And it's even the road it told us to do. So, what ends up going on as we try... No, we're still good. Okay. Okay. We just couldn't see it because it was turning. Ah, there you go. There we go. So, we are really in the middle of almost nowhere in South Carolina as we're driving. But we were in uh, Durham, North Carolina uh, a couple of days ago. Um... I have a heart issue, and apparently, well, it's not apparently, but Duke does cover, uh, actually does the things that my uh, regular cardiologist couldn't do. So we were there, and um, you know, when we were checking in or going out to check in on their little online thing, it sat there and told us, "Hey, you know, make sure you have a mask. Uh, make sure you're you're going to come." Uh, distance, make sure this, this, and this, and thought this whole little list of stuff that you were having to do. So when I finally got there, uh, you're we walking up, and you get stopped, and they immediately took your temperature before, and they had these little tent things made up. And the crazy thing was this, was that uh, you could immediately be tested right there, right then and there, to see if you had COVID. And I'm like, well, you're at a hospital. Why would you test people outside? at a hospital and um it was a like a dna swab thing to see if you had the covid which i was kind of odd so i kind of politely declined said you know i appreciate it but um i've not been out of the country i've not been around people out of the country you know so i kind of went through that whole rigmarole of ex explanation and then i had to be tested and or be you know temperature checked checked my mask apparently wasn't good enough so i had to take my mask off yes yes i did i had to take my mask off to put their mask on okay and then i had to be like hand sanitized spritz type thing and then i got to go to see my the 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 um Hold on, cardiologist. Cardiologist. Electrophysiologist. Yes. So when I got there, um, I'm a very unique individual because I am a cancer survivor. So as I was sitting there and I was doing this and getting ready, the guy, uh, the the PA actually, not even the doctor, the PA said, 
did you, uh, have you gotten your, did you get a flu vaccine last year? I was like, no, no, I didn't. You didn't? No, I didn't. And he was like, well, you've got the COVID vaccine. I said, no, sir, I have not. I said, I'm a cancer survivor. I said, um, I'm not about, you know, getting flu shots and stuff like that because, well, I've been very lucky, blessed, if you want to, of, of not getting those things. And uh, he was insistent in me getting the COVID vaccine. And I was like, look, I, I appreciate you, you know, offering it to me. I said, well, he's like, no, I'm telling you you're getting the, and I was like, no, I'm telling you that I'm not getting anything put into my body that hasn't been well tested. Oh, this has been well tested. I said, so we know what the long term effects from this vaccine really does to people. We, we know exactly what it does in, in long term studies. And he was like, um, well, it's been studied really well. And I was like, you're, you're not answering my question. My question is, has it been for long term study and side effects long term side effects i'm a cancer survivor and i know getting vaccinated you can actually get cancer if you're a cancer survivor from the vaccines that they put in your body you got to be up on this stuff guys you got to be and, your best advocate yeah and it was you know it was like oh you're an anti-vaccine i no. said no i get i get the pneumonia shot I was like, you can see that in my chart. I know about... I think you're vaccinated for whooping cough and tetanus yeah. and... Um, and I said... I think there's something else with that one. And I said, knowledge. you know, I was a teacher. I had to get the tetanus shot and all this other stuff. So I... I am not an anti-vaccinist. No. No, sir. See, it was like... Anti-vaxxer. Or vaxxer or whatever they want to call it. Apparently, it was like he was putting words in my mouth to see... To get me, I, I don't... To rile up, maybe? Well, I, I felt to, to say that I was not... I was... There, there is some way saying that you're being a detrimental to your own health by your decision-making. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was very odd. Uh, the nurse came in. She apologized, said, you know, he's very much like military-like. And that's just his... His, um, his military... And I was like... Hey. bedside manners. Yeah, I, and I was like, well, I got family members that's in the military. In the Even life. now, my dad was in the military, and I said he never talked to someone like your PA did. But I said, you know what? It's all fine. It's all good. He understands that I am not going to get this shot. And she says, you're completely in your rights to decline. And I was like, well, I know I'm in my rights. And this, it was just odd, just odd. Well, then on top of this, you know, we are, we're now leaving and here's the crazy thing. Look, if you've been following my podcast, you're going to know that I am a, a Christian and you're going to know that, oh, is that my exit? Uh, oh, yes. it's hard to tell sometimes. Well, that car came behind me and I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything. So you're going to know that I'm a Christian. I'm not going to hide from it. And, um... So I do believe in in the Bible, the scriptures and stuff, but I I also have dealt with 
you know, paranormal activities and stuff like this. Well, I was was gotten. A, I had gotten a rosary. I'm not Catholic, so and the and the rosary was is for um, dealing with exorcisms. And I just thought, and it was also the rocks and stuff were a part of a type of healing. And so I said, you know, uh, for me, I was like, it, I guess it could be like a comfort thing. It's something that I was able to put my hand on. And when I did, you know, it, I, it kept me grounded in my faith, not because it was supernatural the, the rosary is supernatural, the cross on it. No, it was me being reminded for myself. It was a reminder of myself. But there were some interesting things that have happened recently that has brought in the question of going, okay, is this paranormal, spiritual, or is this just, you know, right out there, Just this is just how people are? Um, I had a, someone that tried to do a, an altercation with me at a, at a McDonald's, which was just crazy. And I told the guy, hey, you know, this is your job. You do what you got to do. Boom, boom. I've got to go because I got a job I've got to go do. And, you know, then the thing that happened at the Duke, and then there was another incident. And then there was another incident today. And um, I, was, I was speaking to, to someone I consider a friend. Um, I'm the, I am like their, uh, uh, his kid. I'm just, I'm the uncle to his kids, you know, and their culture and stuff. And so we were sitting there talking and he knows that I'm just not a, he knows I'm not a straight conservative person and that I'm not a straight liberal person. Um, and we've had talks before. You're a moderate. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, we've had talks before about, politics and stuff like this but out of the blue he just started bashing um, our, our previous president Trump and I was like whoa man this okay I was like well I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that that Trump hasn't said some crazy offlandish things I totally agree with you on that um, I said but you do you do realize that they're trying to get us into this us versus you. Keep us divided and they can conquer us. When you start to look at things objectively and question the narrative that is being pushed, then he's like, well, it was Russian collusion and there was proof of Russian collusion and all this. I was like, where? I said, you're, you're quoting from... CNN. I said, that's as bad as somebody quoting from Fox News. I said, all you're doing is sitting there and you are watching and 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 looking at actors on a TV. And, and the crazy thing tonight was is that we were there to chill out. We got to see Godzilla vs. Kong. And what news agency was being used in the movie by actors that are actually part of it was CNN. I said... Wow, look, even in this movie, CNN is using their actors to act out this natural disaster that's taking place with Godzilla and Kong. And it was actually CNN in the movie. 
and he kind of just like rolled his eyes and I was like, you know, so we were talking and I said, you know, do you realize you're talking about that Russian collusion? Yes. I said, okay. Then what about Hillary's 30,000 emails that, you know, were on a private server? I said, she, she could do that. No. I said, why can't she do that? I said, legally, no, she can't do that. Oh, she can do what she wants with the... No, no, she can't. She is in a position of national security. So, no, I said, that's why it was such a big deal. But guess what happened? It got hushed up and nothing happens. She doesn't do time. She doesn't go in for questioning. She doesn't go in for anything. She gets swept gets swept underneath the rug. The next administration comes in. Nothing gets done. I said, this goes all the way back to 9-11. The same thing with Dick Cheney and with George W. Bush. And saying they have to go into into Iraq and going in to look for weapons of mass destruction. Well, there was none found there. And what happens? We were put into a war with other countries that had nothing to do with 9-11 just because they were wanting to profiteer off of war. And he said, well, that's because of Dick Cheney. And I was like, do you realize that you're you're saying that the same thing, that if it's a liberal Democrat, they're justified in breaking the law. But if a Republican conservative breaks the law, you're saying that they need to be thrown to jail. This is, you know, conspiracy. This is such and such. This is outrage. And they're making us look bad. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're feeding into it. I said, so he's like, we're using a pasta, man. You're just using a pasta. I said, okay. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is allegedly that, uh, that Joe Biden convinced Ukraine to do things that was illegal and was being strong arm while him and Obama was in power as the president of the United States doing this, uh, to a foreign dignitary in a foreign country, which is an act of war, and what they were, what we were doing, because it was it was proving that they were colluding into overthrowing the current um, government that was elected by the Ukraine people, and you're saying that. That not, that's not real, that that's all fake news, but yet there's the same type of, the same exact thing is being said there, is being said, whoa, 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 okay. South Carolina. <laughs> the Aero car is in. Oh my god! In gosh. front of two other cars that are in the way. Oh wow! My gosh. Seven, eight people. Not, nobody else is on the road right now. We can scoot over. Wow. Okay. So. So the crazy thing is, is that, and I was like, so. There's evidence that there was Russian collusion in the last election, and that's how Trump beat Hillary Clinton. He says yes. If there was evidence of that, then why is he not arrested for treason? Because that's against national security. That's against the 
the Constitution of the country. And I was like, you were in the military. You didn't take an oath to a party or to a person. You took an oath to, to, to protect and honor and, and do with the Constitution, to uphold it. And anyone that can go against the Constitution, you have taken an oath, even if you're out of service, that oath doesn't end the day you leave service. So, when I gave him these two scenarios, Russian collusion, Ukraine kind of collusion, dealing with Hunter Biden and all this, and I said and nothing was done, nothing's been done to Hunter Biden, just like there was nothing done to President Trump, I said goes to show you that they're just trying to rile people who are not able to take their emotion out of it and look at the individual events uh, subjectively. And it was it was amazement to sit there with someone that I know that was spouting off literally fake news, whether it was conservative or liberal, but getting into that camp. And I said, he's like, Joe Biden is the better president than, than Trump will ever be. And I said, so, you know, if you ain't black, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't black. If you go to little 7-Elevens and you don't have an Indian accent, then you're not, you know, so those aren't racial terms. He was like, well, it's out of context. I said, it was not out of context. I said, he said those things, but yet you're supporting him because you're told to. Because you're told for four years that anyone that doesn't think like you, and I said, you're 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 just like what I well, I said. I can't believe I'm saying this to you, but you're like the the um, you're like the the uh, council culture. They you don't agree. They don't agree with you with politics. Well, what do you do? You get louder. You over talk. You have no talking points. You have no ability to engage in a rational conversation without getting your emotion mixed up into all of it. And I said, I'm not saying this to be an ass or hurt your feelings or anything, but you can't separate. 73B. 73B, okay. You're not separating and looking at things objectively. You're going by what the actor behind that teleprompter is telling you to do. And I said, and you're trying to out-talk me and over-talk me because you're thinking that you're going to be able to stump me. And I said, you're just taking little words that I'm saying. And like I said, that Joe Biden has to have flashcards to be able to remember, you know, certain things as certain numbers because he can't get his numbers right. I said, do you not realize that's the signs of dementia? No, that's the signs of dementia. I said, but yet, you know this because you have a family member that is dealing with this. 
So you know the signs. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if he's if is is he not showing the signs of dementia? And he, he was like, well, he's you know. And I was like, and so then you've got you know Kamala Harris. That as I said, I'm curious what she's going to do with the uh, the border wall and get those kids out of those little cages that the uh, the Obama administration built and housed those people in. He's like, no, they didn't, and then when I showed it, it was crickets, crickets. And what it brought to my mind today is that I'm now having a look at things with a different way. I would, okay, being a conspiracy theorist, I know a lot of people, I have that at the saying, the life of conspiracy theorist. Um, and I never... I never put a whole lot of... St- I put stock in the fact that there's things spiritual. And I'm not saying that they're not. But I... I didn't recognize till tonight. I mean, I'd recognize, but I guess I was in denial. I guess, I guess because I'm thinking people can still be rational and people can still make their own decisions. People cannot be manipulated in this manner in this way and I'm now finding out that's not the case I think that this is completely and absolutely spiritual I know that some of you are going to be sitting there going what oh that's just Christian nonsense that little that that all that that, that's you know mumbo jumbo stuff no I'm, I'm I'm serious about this I am I am looking at people that I know who are very intelligent, rational-minded people. And a conversation my wife and I had is my wife said it is about intent. What is your intent behind the words that's being spoken? And also, if you're not full of Jesus, then you're going to get filled up with something else. And I've seen this now. I've seen this. I have I have this just within this past week. I have seen it and it's like for for me to be bringing this into my podcast is a bright I'm talking about a bright neon sign saying this is spiritual. This you're you're seeing the princes of the air which you think about it, airwaves, that's what these things are going on through your black mirrors, which is your TVs, your phones, your laptops, your tablets. You're looking into a black mirror. And as you're looking in a black mirror, you are, in a way, if you don't have Jesus and you don't understand what it means to have Jesus being in your life as your focus, as your anchor, as your light to light your path. 
then you're going to be confused. You're not going to be able to tell the illusions from the reality. And now more than ever, I don't know if it's because of not healthy eating or if it's not because, you know, we've had GMO foods, we've had fluoride in our waters, we've had all this stuff bombarded to us, we have things sprayed in the skies, you know, to the point where you watch a a, a cartoon that is called Cars is from Disney and they have clouds in the background but they make sure they put the chemtrail clouds in there so that the kids don't question I mean when I was growing up you when you drew a cloud it was puffy kids today when they draw clouds they draw streaks white streaks and they've created new names for them to say that they are actual clouds and you sit here and you 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 read in in the ancient text and it talks about these things that's going to happen and take place and i sit there going okay yeah i know i know that you know the end times people are always talking about the end times that this is going to happen but i i have never in my life would have ever thought within a week's time just because I had a cross around my neck just to hold on to, just to help center myself, to focus on Jesus. Not because it had any abilities or power or whatever. No, it's just a cross of a reminder. And it's, I don't even have it as an idol, you know, because that's sometimes something that happens with those things is that people make things into idols out of them. And it was just for me as a constant reminder, just like me having a Bible. Um... But I'm, I'm now looking. I'm now looking at this and I'm going, this is, this is no longer, you know, um, politics as normal. This is no longer, you know, this is the way I think, you know, and this is the way I believe and if we can agree to disagree. No, this is becoming a oppression on our nation and what I mean by this is that there are stages stages that evil spirits familiar spirits demons and devils what they're able to do you've been told that angels are demons they are not angels and the fallen angels are totally different than the evil spirit familiar spirit demon or devil complete different Satan well the evil ones the fallen ones can have a physical body and a corporeal body they have the ability to go from solid I guess you could say to liquid would be the best way to describe it so they have this ability to go between those two but demons not so much. Demons have to, along with evil spirits and familiar spirits and devils, they have to attach to an object and to individuals to drain their life force, to bring about a corruption, to bring about a 
a pro, you know, uh, a corrupting of the mind, body, and spirit. And so, when you find out who the demons and the fallen, the demons and and uh, the earthbound spirits and evil spirits and demons and the devils, when you find out what they are, you find out that they are the 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 spirits of the Nephilims that were born from earth. Man was not born from earth, but God tells us that man will not, I will not be able to strive with him but for 120 years. And what that's saying is, is that we, we are able through salvation, given eternal life, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but the earthbound spirits and the evil spirits and familiar spirits are the souls of the children of the fallen. I don't know, and I and I I know this about those spirits because being a demonologist and knowing these things and going through the stuff and God revealing these things to me and and sharing with me and protecting me. As I stumble through in my my past, stumbled, but he was so there holding on to me and making sure I didn't fall. Because it's so easy to do so. That I'm now looking at our society today. And I'm looking at what's going on. And I am alarmed. Truly alarmed that we are now seeing this nation this nation looking as if it is going through a possession. And what you end up having and takes place when you have that is you have an infestation. The infestation comes in with corruption. Not only does it come in with corruption, it brings in chaos and confusion. And then it brings in things that just you know, it's like it feels like one thing right after another, right after another, right after another, right after another is happening to you. And that is the evil spirits infesting in your life. Then you feel this oppression. You feel as if you just can't get above it. It's like having your house. Let's just use your house as an example. Back in the day, you would be able to have your house clean, spick and span, go to the bathrooms, everything had its right, in its right order, everything would be where it needed to be, go to the kitchen, the same vice versa, but all of a sudden, a spirit, infestation, and oppression, everything can't get clean, and it just keeps piling up, and piling up, and nothing you do seems to be making any leadway in being able to get your house clean. And then, the oppression sets in, where you feel as you're a failure, and you're not doing the right thing, and you're not able to do the right thing, and that you're actually feeling as if you are not good enough. And by doing that, by tearing you down by your physical, and then tearing down you by your mental, the next thing they go after is your soul. And that is where the possession comes in. And I'm looking at our nation right now, and I see I've now gone and looked 
and I have looked, and I've gone all the way back in my in my looking just recently, and I'm bringing this up to your understanding of all this took place on September 11th in 2001. When I started looking back at this stuff, that's when the infestation started, and that was the infestation of terror that was put into place to put into our minds that we were no longer secure. And with that infestation, a fear of the terror that you don't know where it's coming from or who the true enemy is, you've now brought in this, this now corruption and everything is not working in its proper order as it has in the past. And you're recognizing that you can't get it fixed. And no matter what you do, there's going to be another problem, another thing that's just going to pile on top of it. And you're just going to feel as if you're hopeless. And now, now I think we're in the oppression stage for our nation. We're in the point where it was first physical, mental. Now, with the oppression, we're encroaching into the spiritual. And I got to tell you, after today and the conversation I had, I have become extremely alarmed by, by, by how God has opened up eyes to finally see that this has nothing to do about how intelligent someone is. This has nothing to do with, you know, um, who's right, who's wrong. This has nothing to do with liberal conservatives. This has nothing to do with Democrat or Republican. This has everything to do with who do you have filling up that empty space in your heart. Who is filling up that empty space in your heart? That is what is taking place. That is what is happening right now. And that's what alarms me so much because if you, I'm telling you right now, you don't have Jesus Christ and Hushua Hamashiach as your your core filling that void in your heart, that hole in your heart, in your soul then something else is going to fill it something else is not only going to fill it but it's going to come in and it's not going to fill it with goodness it's not going to fill it with kindness and it's not going to fill it with the reassurance of love and compassion for your fellow brother or sister no matter what their background is no matter what their creed or race is and I'm telling you from someone that has done studies and dealing with and seeing things with demons and devils and seeing that this, with our nation, that this is grappling hold in a way that, for, for me, 
I, you know, I'm now having to take a look at our nation where, like I would if I was looking at someone that was demon-possessed. And say, okay, are there stages? Because the one thing about these things, they want to know, they want you to know that they're there. The one that don't want you to know that he's there is Satan himself. And the reason why Satan doesn't want... The greatest lie Satan ever told to the world is convincing the world that he doesn't exist. And in, in making you believe that he doesn't exist, he made you believe that God doesn't exist. But let me tell you something. They both believe in something. God believes in you and, and the devil believes in you. He knows you. He's going to hunt down and find that chink in your armor so that he can pierce it with the poison of this world to corrupt your mind and body and soul. And you might not want to be preached at, but I'm here to tell you, if you're not full of something, you'll fall for anything. And I'm seeing people now starting to fall for the lie of the devil by their own rationality, not recognizing that the same playbook is being used against them because they are in a state of spiritual confusion. And being in this state of spiritual confusion, they don't know and don't recognize They'll go out and get charms or crystals or other things to help give them their bearing in this world. My wife said it best today. She says, I just pray to Jesus. I don't have to put my intent into anything. I just tell Jesus and he gives me the energy I need. I don't have to put my energy into anything because his energy is already there. And his energy is so much powerful and so much more than mine is. Please, look at the events and look at all of the worldly events since 9-11. Don't worry about it if there's a thing out there saying it's an inside job, whatever. No, just start looking at it through a spiritual goggles, if you will. When you start to look at it and go, okay, could, could some of this be spiritual? Could there be something behind what, you know, D is saying here to us in a life of conspiracy theorists? I'm telling you, we need to be prepared because what comes next is what's also known as the unholy possession and that's whenever the demons have now laid claim to the heartbeat of the thing they're trying to possess like I've always said if you don't pay attention to your surroundings you'll never know what lies around that corner Please pay attention to your surroundings and please do your own research and pray. 
pray because I think what's going to come next is going to be a lot darker than we could have ever imagined for our nation. God bless. Good night.